Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the follower of Messiah Jesus to obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee proclaiming that now like never before is time to watch therefore and be ready for our Savior to come and take us to that place he has been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. such an important program for you today. But first, let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for every viewer who's watching. I pray, Father, tremendous blessings upon them today. I pray you would fill us with your spirit and, and strengthen our faith with your word that we might watch therefore and be ready for our Savior, King Yeshua, who you're sending for us. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm continuing on with part of my program uh, with a teaching segment from my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. And over the last few weeks, I've been introducing chapters to the book. There's a primary passage uh, that establishes the foundation for this book. It's in Ezekiel 14, 12 through 20. Now, I've read it over the last few weeks. I'm not going to read the whole uh, uh, passage today. But basically what it discusses is a, a land and a culture and a people who have been faithful to God, have opportunities to know him, and then have turned away from him. And certainly that wouldn't only describe America, but there are many regions of the world down through the centuries who have had that opportunity, and the same thing has taken place. And so the Lord promises in this passage in Ezekiel four judgments. One of them I, I may get to today. Um, and, and so I'm going to introduce three chapters today. And... In the midst of those judgments, the Lord in his grace and mercy provides a way of grace and refuge. And that's the most important part uh, of this book. And we're going to get to that over the next few weeks. Now, uh, the last thing we looked at was three particular specific sins, any one of which would bring great judgment and wrath from God upon a country, a society, a culture. And, and, and so before that, we looked at a chapter in the book that... Uh, demonstrated America was founded on godly principles of the Old and New Testament. And though there's been sins in America, just like every other country uh, down through its uh, existence, at the same time, the culture uh, perme was permeated with the things of God. And there was a large contingency of Bible-believing uh, people. And, and, and that the Word of God was established in schools and other things all the way up through college, and, 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 and there, uh, th these programs are going to be on our website, so if you've missed them, take a look at them, and they'll help you tremendously. What I'm going to do today is try to get to just introducing three chapters. Uh, the first one is America Today versus the, the America at its founding, and what I do is I address some real hallmark, mile marker times beginning in the early 20th century of events that took America off its foundations and began veering off to, to this 
horrible madness that we're seeing today in America and, of course, all over the world. I talk about Supreme Court decisions. Before that, I talk about um, uh, uh, specific trials like the Scopes Monkey trial uh, that brought in, in a much larger way, evolution. Um, I, I speak about Congress today versus Congress then. It's amazing the percentage of, of, of Congress today that has criminal records and terrible behavior. Um, I talk about American schools. I want to read a, a, a short segment uh, from uh, chapter six in my book. In the summer of 1962, the year this author was born, prayer was officially taken out of school due, due to the brilliant church and state decisions by the black robes in D.C. If you do a little research, you will find that the crime rates across the board and pregnancy out of wedlock rates begin to spike and then skyrocket. They have not returned to anywhere near what they were before as the absence of our creator in schools has made a breeding ground for lawlessness. And, and the reason I, I read this is because, think of this, from grade school all the way up through primary school and uh, high school and, um, and then college, uh, in, in institutions of higher learning, we talked about, I talked about Harvard and Yale and Princeton, how these were Christian schools. Well, recently I saw this God-hating professor from Harvard. And he was attacking God, saying there is no God. And we see that from these the most recent school shooting mass murder. And, and, and here's my question. Why, why do you think God would be in schools protecting people when for the last many decades our culture has done all we can to kick God out of schools and, and has replaced him with God-hating madness? No, Jesus Christ is mocked and cursed in our society today. And so children from the youngest ages all the way up through postgraduate college are, are taught that not only are they animals, but they're to hate God. They're to disbelieve in God. They're to accuse God. They're to be God mockers. But then they wonder why God isn't defending people in schools. And by the way, it would be much worse, but for his grace and mercy. No, no, see, that's where our country's gotten to. Um, I talk in the book about the evolution movement, how it gains steam and atheism and higher learning and, and the false religions that have come in through the vacuum created by the way our culture has been against the Lord. Uh, there are many other things I also talk about in this chapter, but moving right along, I go into, in chapter 7 of my book, A Persistently Unfaithful Nation. And I use part of that, that passage from Ezekiel 14, the word of the Lord came again to me saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness. And I talk in this chapter about how um, the Lord deals with uh, empires, with culture, societies who had those opportunities to follow him, but they're turned away from him. And, and the reason I'm going a bit quickly is I wanted to get to this next chapter and discuss this with you before our break. And it's the first judgment of the four that are spoken of in Ezekiel 14. And it's famine. Famine. What do you mean? You think that famine could come to America, the breadbasket of the world? Listen, folks. I've got to tell you something. In Ezekiel 14, 13, he, the Lord says, I will break, off, break the staff of the bread thereof. That's the King James Version. And what he talks about is wrecking the food supply and ruining that the food in that culture would be ruined. Listen, folks, there's a acronym for the way people eat in America. The acronym is SAD, the Standard American Diet. 
that causes disease and obesity and like heart disease, cancer, and many other maladies. But that's nothing compared to the warnings from people like ex-CIA Director James Woolsey and congressional um, uh, committees that have, uh, and many other scientists who have come before Congress. They're warning, and they have been warning for many years, that North Korea right now has the capacity to do an electronic magnetic pulse, an EMP attack on America, and has been preparing to do so and now has the capacity to do so. Well, what does that have to do with famine? Because what they warn is, is that if North Korea successfully did an EMP attack over America, more than likely, 90% of Americans would be dead within six months. Why? Because of famine. Because of famine. And, and folks, I'm warning, this is very serious. This is very serious. These are not alarmists. These are not weirdos. These are not um, chicken littles. These are responsible people in different committees that have warned this is very real. You see, only where many years ago in America, like 40% of the people grew their own food or had access to self-grown food. Not, they weren't reliant on grocery stores as much. But now, only 2% of Americans grow their own food. This is very real. This is very serious. And I don't even talk about that specifically in my book. I talk about many other things, how uh, we, we live, or America, and much of the world is in a culture that has removed Father God in their thinking and replaced him with a Babylonian goddess named Mother Nature. There is no Mother Nature, only there's Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Now, now listen, God is the one, the true and living God, who brings us food and as he is cursed and mocked and replaced, certainly famine can come on a land, even a land that is so used to gorging itself on food like America. And why do I say gorging itself? Because, listen, like one person from another country said, Americans think that food grows in the back of the grocery super center. And it doesn't. What do we do? We look for America's ark. The only safe place for Americans today. Now, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to go to break in just a moment. I'm going to share with you how to get the book and also the, the, the book America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. And also the next program, Lord willing, that we have together, I'm going to share the other three judgments and, and uh, find peace and grace and mercy in this. In each one of these judgments, the Lord names. He also gives the place of refuge and security that he provides in the midst of this kind of judgment. Folks, not only America, but the whole world's gonna experience this. And, and, and in my book, after the chapters I'm gonna talk about next week, I begin to unpack the way of grace, the way of mercy for everyone who would reach out and take it, for everyone who would get into that ark of protection that our Lord Jesus has provided. So let not your heart be troubled, but listen, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, the knowledge the word of God says. Don't let it be you. It's so unnecessary to be destroyed for lack of knowledge when the peace and the comfort that the Lord has provided is at your fingertips. So um, we're going to share more uh, in this break about these things. We'll be back right afterwards with some really exciting special things that the Lord has provided. Don't miss it. Remember. 
Watch therefore and be ready. Well, I pray you're enjoying the program today and I'm so thankful to the Lord for keeping us on the air and expanding the program. How's he doing that? He's raising up faithful Watch Therefore partners who are prayer partners and financial partners. And I want to say thank you to, uh, if you're watching it and you're one of our partners that way. Now, before I talk about money, I want to say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. We don't want your money. We want you to receive Jesus as Lord and then simply enjoy the program today. Be our guests. But for those who, who do embrace the Lord and walk with Him and understand principles of sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, we want to encourage you to go before the Lord in prayer and ask Him if He would have you to be one of our Watch Therefore partners. And, and know when you do so, there's ways you can keep up with our ministry. And our ministry is more than just the television program, though it, it's very effective and it's spreading. We're very thankful for that. We, we are not only watching for the coming of the Lord, but we're also getting ready by bearing fruit that will remain forever. How are we doing that? To the Jew first and then to the nations, just like Romans 1.16 says, we're making disciples. We um, have our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, that was co-founded by our ministry partner, partner John McTurnan and myself here in Israel. We're seeing such fruit and such exciting things. And when you go to our, our website, watchtherefore.tv, you can find out more about Blessing Israeli Believers. And also there, you'll find, about, find out about our ministry poured out for the nations. I've been in 10 African countries. Right now, we're kind of focusing on two, Uganda and Nigeria, with the gospel, pastors, conferences, discipleship, um, orphan humanitarian aid. It's just really exciting. All in the name of Messiah Yeshua. And we're, we're seeing great fruit. We're seeing people come to the Lord. We're seeing disciples being made. We're seeing orphans taught um, um, English along with a couple other languages that they already know. We have a water well project. We've put in a water well at a refugee camp in Uganda. So here's what you can do. Sign up for our monthly newsletters for Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations by going to watchtherefore.tv. Now, I'd like to take the rest of this break to share with you our book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. Now, I'm, I'm in a teaching series on this book, and it's so important. It will help you understand how to walk in the Lord's ways such that you will be in a place of refuge as you're watching for Messiah to come and boldly living for him. Oh, listen, it's so important to understand his place of grace, his place of mercy, very specific principles that we find in the lives of Noah, Daniel, and Job that you'll find in my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. For any gift that comes into our ministries, watch therefore, blessing Israeli believers, poured out for the nations, for any gift you'll receive our book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. What I, I need you to do, though, is, is if you send in a check or if you, online, if you give online, to make sure you write somewhere in the notes section the book, America's Ark. America's Ark. Back to the program, Watch Therefore. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. I'm so blessed and thankful to be out here in this special boat on the water where Messiah Yeshua walked. And I'm here with a special friend who I'm welcoming to watch therefore, my friend and brother in Messiah Yeshua, Daniel, Daniel Carmel. Shalom. Welcome to Watch Therefore, Daniel. 
Well, what I'd like to do in, in the short time that we have left, because your testimony is so powerful, I'd like you to share with our viewers how you came to faith in Messiah Yeshua and how you came to this special ministry that you have out on the Sea of Galilee. Hallelujah. Well, uh, first of all, shalom. <laughs> sure. uh, so, um, I came over to Galilee to look for my birth mother. I met my birth mother for the first time at the age of 28. Ah, you were adopted. I was adopted mm. with the best parent on earth. Good I was so blessed, hallelujah. <laughs> and when I opened the files of the adoption at the age of 28, I found my birth mother right here in Galilee. Wow. And also I found four brothers and sisters. Mm. A year after I found them, I left Haifa and I came to live in Kibbutz Genosad. That's actually here on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. Oh, wow. And by then I was already a boat captain, so I started looking for a job on the lake. And the only job I could find was on these kind of boats, the wooden boats of the Sea of Galilee. And then these are boats that take tour groups from the nations yes. out on the Sea of Galilee. Yes, exactly. 99% of our work is actually with the Christian believers. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is right. And um, so since the first day I was on the Sea of Galilee boats, I was exposed to the Word of God day by day by day, <laughs> every day. There was no place to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Many people told me about Yeshua. Right. Many people prayed for me. Pastors come out on these boats. People sing gospel songs and oh, worship yeah. here. Yes. Wow. Yes. Teaching, preaching. Right. And I was every day, you know, I got it and got it and got it. And, um, and then... Most of all, I could feel the presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good. Five years after I started working here, I woke up with great love to Yeshua. Oh, yeah. The, and then at the beginning, it was a top secret. Uh, I don't know if the people uh, in America know, but to live as a Jewish believer in Yeshua in Israel is sometimes not, not so easy. easy. Right. Yes. Especially at the beginning. Yes. And that's why for a long time I didn't share it. But eventually I couldn't hold it anymore. So our, I started sharing and actually started singing. <laughs> Amen. I just wanted to worship. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> and then uh, the Lord put on my heart to uh, translate worship songs to Hebrew. Yeah. And also to write new songs. Why Hebrew? Because Hebrew is his language. Yeah. Amen. That's right. <laughs> also, uh, personally, I believe that we all, when we go to be with the Lord, we will have to speak Hebrew. So if you don't know Hebrew, if, uh, if all the people don't know Hebrew, it's better for them to start learning it here ASAP. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, to have at least get an introduction now, right? Uh, yes. And so um, at the beginning, the people I was working for, they were very happy with it. Wow. We have a believer on the boats. He's sharing his faith with our clients. He's worshiping with our clients. This is great for business. At the beginning, it was good for business. Yes. But eventually, many people that used to book only a boat started to book a boat, and now they want Daniel on the boat. And so the people I was working for, they said, okay, we have one Daniel and six boats. This is not so good for us. Let's let Daniel go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that's what they did. They just fired me. Wow. And uh, at the first three days, three days, I love this number. I do. That's a good number. That's a number of <laughs> resurrection, right? Oh, man. Hallelujah. At the first three days, um, I thought it's the worst thing that can ever happen to me. And I prayed and asked Yeshua, why? Why is it happening to me? And three days after that, I received a, con a phone call. And on the phone, there was a two-liter that used to meet me on the boats. And he said, you know, Daniel, I just discovered that you're not on the boats anymore. 
So we're going to take a meeting room at the hotel. You come over there, and we worship there, no problem. So I said, wow, this is a good idea. <laughs> I came over, and we worshiped, of course. And people started hearing about it. And uh, I started receiving uh, invitations to meet groups every night in different hotels wow. all over the country Hallelujah. for a long, long time. Hallelujah. He has a plan. Messiah Amen. Jesus has a plan. Hallelujah. And then people uh, asked me to come overseas. And until today, I'm traveling all over the world to sing in churches. Hallelujah. I've been many, many times to America. You came to a church. I was uh, working as a, an associate pastor. Uh, and you came to that church and led worship. It was wonderful. Yes, hallelujah. And um, 2007, I came back from America from one of my worship tours. And I went to meet one of my friends here on the Sea of Galilee. And then this guy, uh, he lives on the Sea of Galilee. He's, uh, he's got his own marina, his own boats. Not the same kind of boats. He's got the party boats of the Sea of Galilee. Mm -hmm. There are some party boats I, also. Yeah, I'm familiar with them. They do boom, boom, boom in the middle I of the night. I hear them when I'm at a restaurant eating. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I, anyway, this guy, until the year 2000, he used to work with wooden boats. And then uh, when I came to see him, I saw this boat, the faith boat, that, w that was not the name of the boat then. <laughs> right. It was renamed. But yes. Uh, I saw it at his marina. And this boat was not in a good shape. It was seven years in the water. Nobody touched it. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, I asked him if he wants to sell it. So he said, no, he cannot sell it because he just promised it to the city of Tiberias mm. to take it out of the water, to put it on the main road, and to write on it, welcome to Tiberias. <laughs> <laughs> not not the best it. use. Oh, yeah. A road sign. <laughs> right. So anyway, I told him I think it's a waste. And I asked him to rethink it. So I said, you know, Daniel, give me a week to think about it. So he went for a week of thinking, and I went for a week of praying. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. And uh, a week after that, um, I called him and he said, you know, Daniel, I wanted to give this boat as a gift. So I'll give it as a gift to you. Oh, hallelujah. thank you, Father. And you only pay for the motor. Oh, wow. And so I paid for the motor. Wow, thank you, Lord. And, uh, and then it took me after that eight months with a, with a big crew of carpenters to make this boat seaworthy again. So now you have your own boat. Now I have my own two boats. Actually. Wow. Yeah, the faith boat, and I have the hope boat, and I'm praying to bring the love boat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now we're about out of time, okay? <laughs> and this is so good. We're going to have to do another interview with you. But I'd like... Um, I'd like you to invite people to come. We're going to do a tour uh, in 2019, actually. I'd like you to invite people on the tour to come here on this boat, on the Galilee, with about 20 seconds left. All right, people. So come to worship with us here on the Sea of Galilee, uh, with the Sea of Galilee worship boats. Let's celebrate Yeshua right here in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Oh, good. Come to Israel and trust the Lord. Not the news. Amen. Amen. Well said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much. And we're putting his contact information up on the screen. He's got CDs. He comes to the States. He might even come to your church. So uh, feel free to contact Daniel. Thank you for being uh, with us today. And we're going to go to another special segment of the program in just a moment. We had such a blessed time on the Sea of Galilee with Daniel Carmel. And as we wind down the program today, let's together think about this generation and how thankful we should be for the old, old story.
These false religions are permeating the earth like never before, covering the whole earth. We should remember this Savior Creator who stepped out of heaven to live a sinless life, to die on the cross after taking our beating. He took our nails, our shame, our public humiliation. The word excruciating comes from the word crucifixion. He took the excruciating pain, the wrath of God upon himself for our sins. I like to say it this way. It's a really good deal. You should take it. Think of it. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit who created everything in the universe. This Messiah Jesus creator left everything to come and take my sin upon himself to give me everything. Oh, what a savior. How kind and how good of God to do so. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish and have everlasting life. So if you've watched the program today, we've spent our time together today it's almost up, and as, as I say on the program frequently, not only is the time for our program almost up, the time of this age of grace is almost up. Have you received the grace and mercy of God by putting your faith and trust and hope in Jesus the Lord? Have you repented of your sins, and are you following Messiah Jesus. Now, notice I didn't ask you if you go to church. Going to church is very important. I didn't ask you if you have a Bible. Having a Bible and reading it is very important. I didn't ask if you give money to the church, which is also uh, good to do. I asked, have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Has he changed your heart? Has he changed your mind? Has he changed your life? And you know in the next life for eternity, you will be with him. Pray with me now. Oh, Father in heaven, I know I've sinned against you, and I don't want to go to this place called hell, but I know that you love me, and you sent Jesus the Lord to save me and forgive me. Please forgive me now. I believe in you, Lord Jesus, that you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried on the third day. You rose again. I'm turning away from my sins now to follow you. Thank you for saving and forgiving me today. Amen. Like I said, we're almost out of time. If you prayed to receive Jesus as your Savior, Look at the contact information on the screen. Get in touch with us. We'll send you some literature that will give you some important first steps to take. And here's how we like to end our show. Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming when? Any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
or watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.